Movie dopers. Uh, here's an unexpected review because who hasn't? Who here has not seen the first Iron Man? But uh, this time it's me with what's your name? Ali. If you wanna, if you're interested in reviews for the Hawkeye series, go over to Anchor.fm forward slash I love you three thousand reviews. Um, but yeah, we're coming here to talk about Iron Man really quickly. Like all the episodes, there'll be a couple minutes of non-spoilers. We'll give our dopey reviews or dopey ratings. First time I came up with that, I'm kind of proud. I'm very tired. Um, and then we'll go into full spoilers. Um, Holly, you want to start it off? What are your non-spoiler thoughts of this film that you said you've watched over 200 times? That's a direct <laughs> quote. That's not a lie. Um, I wouldn't make a joke. The reason, honestly, the reason that this uh, movie has a um, nice little soft spot in my heart is you're because a diehard Goop fan. And no, <laughs> <laughs> that would be <laughs> the video version of this is going to be on Patreon, and she gave me the closest thing to a death, like a serious death stare that I've seen yet. It is, um, honestly, I am a huge, huge fan of origin stories. Oh. So for practically every character, whether or not I feel the movie itself is like the best in the series, I just have this thing about origin stories and just sort of learning where they came from and how they came to be, who they are. And um, for me, oh, okay, yeah, Tony Stark, jerk, asshole, asshole, jerk, you know, whatever. But because I know why, then you know I'll I'll deal with the asshole, rich, philanthropist, jerk. Is you this know. your favorite origin story in the MCU that you've seen? And if so, what are the other ones that you've seen? Because I know you haven't seen all of Shang Chi, and you haven't seen. I haven't. Yeah, all I'll all of the films. I'll go and um. Would you like me to I, rattle off? I think I'm gonna. Answers? I think when I do believe I'm gonna like. Uh, I'm. I am gonna go and watch that. Like I said, it's it's been rough and it's kind of difficult when 17 things are happening to sort of pay attention to a movie. Um, but I believe that I'm going to like Shang Chi. I believe one of his. I like one of his. Um, surprisingly, I really liked Doctor Strange. And um, I didn't ex- expect that. I thought I was just going to be like, okay, whatever, whatever. Um, I actually really liked his origin story. And um, so is this your favorite that you've seen in the MCU? Not, not including Shang-Chi because you haven't finished that. But right. Is Iron um, Man 1 your favorite so far? And I can rattle off all of them if you need it. Just rattle off all of them just real quick. So the brain kind of. All right. Iron Man, in. Incredible Hulk, Thor. Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, technically. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Shang-Chi, uh, not Black Widow. Um, Captain Marvel, uh, uh, Black Panther, Black Panther. Um, uh, well, yeah, I, think. yeah, I mean, it's technically after 
Captain America Civil War. After Civil so I would, War. I would yeah. consider Civil War to be kind of kind of like how uh, actually in Civil War, Spider-Man too. Sp- Spider-Man as well. They both had their um, not so much origin story, but uh, backstory said, you know? Uh, right. When T'Challa's messing with his rings, talking about his right, dad. Right. And then Spider-Man saying, uh, you know, when you have the power to stop bad things and you don't, those bad things happen because of you. So I wouldn't right. count count Spider-Man Homecoming as an origin story necessarily. Really? Yeah, because he doesn't get bit. He doesn't go through his training. You know, it's it's more like step two in his journey. And then Black Panther, I would say, is a Wakandan origin story. Where not even origin story, just really explaining to us, introducing us. So it's mm. an intro- introduction mm. story. Um, and see, that's actually that's actually. Uh interesting because in uh for me i would say that uh as far as black panther is i would say that the movie itself was we did get origin information and then you know when his father passed but then he still had to go through the ritual go through the fight go through the everything to still go through you know go through everything to actually be proven as to come out as a winner to actually be king and be black panther once yeah, they it, took once they took his powers from him and it was like okay you gotta fight big tall gorgeous hot <laughs> amazing <laughs> oh my god oh, okay i'm sorry only because i, I know sorry. we're over sorry, two sorry. minutes <laughs> i would say it's all origin adjacent like we get uh you know killmonger's very beginning of the origin story. So if we go back to Spider-Man one with Sam Raimi, we get uh, that mm. would be the equivalent of Norman Osborn saying back to formula and then not seeing when he becomes the goblin, you know, because Killmonger becomes the sexy oh, was he, oh, glass was, of oh. chocolate milk off screen. <laughs> I, was actually, I was actually talking about when he was fighting in Baku because that's that's uh, I got you. Um, yeah. This is how I would say it. It's kind of the difference between me saying, hello, my name is Brian. I love movies. And seeing me when I'm like 10 years old, every day going home from school, having no friends and popping in the VHS of the first X-Men movie again, and me watching it a hundred times, me not even joking, me watching that VHS of X-Men one, like every every single day after school is the origin story me saying hello i love movies is my introduction so for black panther it's like hello this is black panther hello these are the dora milaje hello this is this is not nakia <laughs> oh shit this is killmonger ah <laughs> we didn't well, we well, didn't you know see what? a it's... tiny t'challa you know and, growing but, you up know, and that's and that's cool. And uh, we can agree to disagree on that. Because I still feel the way I feel. So, it, it was definitely like your that. introduction to him. And to him. I, um, and I really, but I really, really liked, um, honestly, I, I really loved Iron Man. Yeah, I really, really loved Iron Man. I'll say this. Interestingly, Thor 
seems to be both versions. Because when we see Thor, he already has powers. Mm -hmm. But his origin story is being a humble Thor. Mm -hmm. So it's an emotional origin story as opposed to like training montage. Right, right. I Um, agree with that. Yeah, I wasn't as, um, I wasn't as, I like, like Thor. I like Thor. And in the first Captain America, I like Captain America. Um, you know, Captain America didn't really snatch me until um, the Winter Soldier. All right. So we've been going for way longer than two minutes. Is Iron Man 1 your favorite origin story? Or would you say Black Panther, since you were defining it as an origin story, is your favorite? I'll say, um, I will say Iron Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going to get into the... Uh, the dopey ratings for this movie still non-spoiler it's about to be spoiler in a second i mean not that it matters everybody knows so if you want to see the rating system just go into the description of the podcast but after seeing the rating system holly do you know your rating or i can go first if you want a second to skim over it again um i know i know my rating what's your rating holly um for me, I will say that um, I found it to be edible. All right. Nice. The only other one that has been rated edible so far is my rating for Free Guy. So if anybody's mm-hmm. seen Free Guy, uh, that is, that's a barometer, I guess, to go by for this channel. Um, for me, it's a joint which is one below edible. And the only reason being is because it's a very makes, it makes so much sense uh, or at least everybody agrees that the third act is kind of lacking where suddenly, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Obadiah Stane is like, all right, I've been behind the shadows this whole time. You know what? I'm just going to come out and kill a bunch of uh, federal agents and, put on this big ass suit and what do i do after that i haven't thought of it so (laughs) that's a big enough flaw where it doesn't ruin my enjoyment watching it like i still have fun watching it but it's a notch down for me so like if if they had nailed the third act and didn't and there wasn't that criticism i would say it would be edible for me too because edible at least for me is everything is working every there's no weak link and the third act feels a little bit of a weak link Um, well that's the difference between a viewer and a reviewer i'm a viewer you are a reviewer this is the first time she's ever seen the movie she just saw it 10 minutes ago (laughs) (laughs) only 13 years late no 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 i just i just mean it you know i just watch it i'm like i watch it am i happy now i gotta rename it i love you Three Thousand views (laughs) no one will understand (laughs) thought you were co-hosting at the three thousand reviews (laughs) no every time you've seen this movie after the first time is a reviewing (laughs) dad dad pun dad joke she died inside i think this is the first time i ever made holly die inside a little bit with 
that joke. I, I almost died outside. Shot to took this long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the literally two minutes. Don't fact check that. Literally two minutes of no spoilers. Don't fact check that. Literally two minutes. Don't look at your phone. Don't look at your phone. Don't look. Including the one minute preamble from the ad. Don't look. Don't fact check that. There's no way for you to fact check it. <laughs> the FBI is trying to fact check it. At, and Anchor is like, we're like Apple. No fact check. Uh, now we're going into the spoiler review. You don't need to be told. This is Iron Man. If you're listening to this, you've seen it. If you haven't, tell me on Instagram. At Movies are dope because I want to find somebody who has not seen the first Iron Man. Mm. You got to be a unicorn. But that's it. If you haven't seen it, get off here and go to the Instagram and tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Uh, first, mm. before we get into all the spoilers, I want to say see Charlie Bartlett that has Robert Downey Jr. and his mom, who, or the woman who plays his mom in Civil War in it. And it's a great film. And also watch the movie Tag, which has Jeremy Renner, the aforementioned Hawkeye. That's a great movie, too. Oh, but Holly, um, what's the what's, yeah? What's the movie? Um, is that Wonder Boys? What? That has Michael Douglas and Robert Downey Jr. and um, Tobey Maguire. I don't know, but I've heard that Tobey Maguire is kind of a pill. Tobey Maguire. All right, what's your first spoiler thought of this movie? Um, my first spoiler thought is uh, I thought it was funny that they uh, took a light-skinned man and replaced him with a dark-skinned man and thought that nobody would notice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Forgot to mention this. Fuck Ike Perlmutter. Uh, <laughs> Terrence Howard seems well. He's was this a, a very was this a talented thing for real? Was it was uh, this like really th- that's like what I heard at first I originally had heard um you know the um difficult thing that, that they like to pin on various people and um but then it was like no it's a money thing so do you uh, think that what well, do you think that's what it was for real this is all that I've heard one I'm going to add another recommendation hustle and flow with Terrence Howard as yeah, the he, lead with Tarashi. He is good. Um, but you you want to talk about appeal? Oh, he's appeal. Terrence he Howard is? is? Okay. Terrence Howard right. is right. an, is right. an right. entire me, monthly prescription. Let, let me answer your question. Uh, as far as I know, Terrence Howard was the first person cast in the film. He had a contract mm-hmm. that said $1 million for his first appearance to million for a second four million for his third uh his role was beefed up in this movie and then thinned down Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. and he according to him the last thing i ever heard of it he said he helped robert Downey jr get the part he went to bat for his friend and then after the first one came ike perlmutter who was a very publicly uh or publicly known as a very racist and sexist person he was the person mm-hmm. who yes, kept absolutely going against uh not wanting to do a black widow movie because mm-hmm. electra didn't do well in theaters and catwoman mm-hmm. didn't do well in theaters huh i wonder why yeah uh, 
Never mind they were shit movies. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, that's that, that. I was gonna clarify that it wasn't because it was women in the or He also replaced the uh, <laughs> Black Widow with Iron Man on the Black Widow bike from Iron Man from uh, Avengers Two for the merchandise. So why the fuck does Iron Man need to be on a motorcycle? Um, logic be damned. Uh, and apparently he told Terrence Howard, this is, I haven't heard it from Terrence Howard, like directly, but apparently he was like, uh, we made a shit ton of money. Either you take a huge pay cut, like a couple hundred thousand dollars, uh, or we'll just replace you. Cause with some, uh, with another black guy, cause no one will care. That's basically how it was through the grapevine that's how it was and he said he reached out to um i uh robert Downey jr and didn't get a call back and i heard rumors that like he was difficult on set but uh you know uh, what is it there's also been speak that uh will ferrell and john favreau the director of this and elf uh they didn't get along on elf so it could have just been normal creative stuff, but you said that Terrence Howard was actually a pill. So what do you mean yeah. by that? Yeah, all there's, of- it's um, as far as, um, you know, sometimes you hear, sometimes you'll hear, you know, say so-and-so is difficult. And then from that point, it sort of um, limits them being able to get work on other projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, this wasn't the case with him. He did work on a lot of different projects, but he was he was really something on a lot of pills you're on a lot a, of um projects. He, when, he could, when have you he heard that he's be, a pain in the ass? Um uh I'm trying to I would have to look up the uh different movies, but just on the show that he was just on. Empire? Um yeah. That was like the latest that I heard, and I heard that from um, a number of there were a number of actors that were on there. I, I will and, say he, he backed Jesse Smollier or whatever mm-hmm. his name is. A, I think a little too long, you know. There's mm-hmm. a and I, I I get being a little reserved about mm-hmm. like losing faith and. St- someone that you trust mm-hmm. hearing that they did something as, as horrible as faking a a hate crime against them mm-hmm. but it was a little past the point where we had enough evidence the world had enough evidence to be like oh oh, oh no oh no oh no um <laughs> But I also trust Taraji P and I've never heard her say anything negative about him. So that's why I was surprised that you had just mentioned it. When, Um, you know, it's uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not the, the main big person and also, and also, you know, uh, barring this for like other actors and things, sometimes the story from like maybe the person that they starred with or whatever that doesn't come out for a long time. 
you know, so I don't know. Um, Taraji and he may be just fine. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure, but um, I can't remember it was some other, it was some other actors. They weren't, it might, one, it might've been like one of the sons or something like that. Right, that well, I'd heard something. Well, as far but as anyway, this... just a number, just a number of things. And just, and it's not even necessarily, you know, they say difficult. Sometimes if a person has a thought on something or this is how it should be done, I know this character and they don't want to budge on it. That's enough to be deemed difficult. Yeah. We were, we were just talking kind of casually talking about Shang-Chi beforehand and you mentioning uh, Simu Liu made me think of all the criticisms he had about um, Kim's convenience after the fact. And from his point of view, he's like, it was it was understood that as the series went on, we'd start taking more ownership of our characters and be able to have input. And we never got that. And now Mm -hmm. they decided to completely cancel it, even though it was still having record numbers so that the, the white creators decided to cancel an Asian heavy series so that they could then focus only on the white led spinoff that they were choosing when they could have easily just kept it going taken the them the owners could have taken themselves out of the creative room and let mm-hmm. the actors and the cat and the writers keep going um yeah so yeah i could see what you mean by like the creators would definitely probably have said Simulio is such a pain like we are the well, creatives and, uh, he's an actor he and should that's, act and you that's, know? Kind of the, that's the thing it's when you know when when they talk about writers rooms and they say we we need more diversity, blah, blah, blah. We need more. Okay. You know, you can, if you have a writer's room and you put like 17 black people and, and Southeast Asian people and whatever, you could fill the room. But if they don't have the agency to actually voice things or point things out or, or make changes of things that could be seen as, I hate this word, quote unquote, problematic um you know if they don't have the agency to actually be able to do it it doesn't really mean mean anything you know it's all optics yeah as far as i'll all i'll say is if tomorrow i find out that don Cheadle got paid two million for iron man 2 and four million for iron man 3 and it was truly down to terrence howard like just didn't gel well with everybody else then i'd be like that's a different story, but everything ultimately he could have been difficult and Ike Perlmutter could have been just a racist, cheap piece of shit who just was an asshole. And I, even if Terrence Howard was difficult, I'd say for my money, I'd rather have had Terrence Howard stand his ground and not let Ike Perlmutter get that. Um, quote unquote, like that racist victory in the short term although then now i'm thinking of how long like how ike perlmutter got ousted around the time of avengers 2 and now don Cheadle has like a coming disney plus show and he's been in yeah. all these other movies and then it's like oh if terrence well, howard had I, taken I the love temporary I, l he would have gotten the long-term w I love that nice. Uh, but you don't. Feige, you never know. Feige was so. Austin Feige had his little. Feige has little tantrum and went above his head. 
It's like, look, it's him or me because I can't do this. I can't Love do it. this. Love it. That's and, uh, that's and, the reason we got worked. Black Panther. Absolutely. And 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 that was what I like because it was like, okay, do you want to be on his side or do you want to be on the Disney side? And he said, put me on Disney, give me away from him. And right. then then things began to open and then he could say, this is the entire slave. <laughs> this is the world we're creating. I just looked up. It says Don Cheadle got a million for Iron Man 2. Good for him. And it says I like, Howard, I like both of them as talents. Uh, Howard might... was supposed to get eight million by three for Iron Man 2. No, it says he was supposed to get eight for Iron Man 2. Um, and I had heard I had heard that. I had heard it was like a high number. And yeah. they were kind of like, no, nah, because Robert's getting Robert's getting some money. And uh, uh huh. All right, that's different than what I had heard previously. But I either way, uh if I hear once I hear more about Terrence Howard as a person, I, I'll readjust how I how I think of him as a professional. Although I think ultimately he, Ike Perlmutter, is the true asshole ultimate in this. Oh, I don't. I I um, I do not. I do not disagree with that. Right, in so, the least. So we, we we jumped to the tragic irony of the line. Uh, next time, baby. Uh, so, so uh let's talk about uh everybody else or the alternate take let's talk about the white people <laughs> or middle eastern people <laughs> uh cuz I really no am I, I'm gonna... am I wrong to am I wrong in, Remembering that I think the only other African American person is in the post credit scene. Spoilers. <laughs> um, yeah, I I started by just wanting to make a joke out of let's talk about the white people because I thought that sounded funny. Uh, well, I um, I really I think the thing that was so interesting about that movie. I remember when I said, I'm going to watch Iron Man. And I was like, you know, because my brother was like, you've got to see this movie. It got three and a half stars in the Red Eye magazine from Chicago. Uh, I remember. Is is it three and a half out of five or four? Four. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And I I said, okay, whatever. You know, I don't really care. And um, I remember I was like, no, you need to see this. And I really do like Robert Downey Jr. So, you know, okay, made sense. Pieces fit. All right, whatever. Sherlock is coming. Game of Shadows. The second one is one of my all-time favorite movies. I watch it a thousand times. I have it on every device. It is one of my favorite movies. One hundred percent. Okay. Anyway, I, I um, did really like how they remixed the fight sequences with uh, scram- crack the a scramble or the uh, you think you're the only one who could play this game and all of that, even though it's in the spoiler section of this movie, is 
Maybe not spoilers if you haven't seen it. So, uh, yeah, huge Jared Harris fan here. I don't know but, who um, that is. Huh? I don't know who that is. Jared Harris. He was Jared Harris was Moriarty. <gasps> oh, okay. yes, Richard Harris's son. I don't know who that is, but. Richard Harris was the original Dumbledore in the first movie, and then unfortunately he became ill, and then he had to be replaced. That's amazing. I didn't know that they were uh, related, but fantastic story about that Dumbledore really quick. Uh, Apparently, his wife said that one day he disappeared for over nine or ten months. Just disappeared. Just disappeared. And when he went and you are very okay. You were very still. I didn't know if it was frozen. Uh, when he knocked on the door of his house, uh, the first thing he said when she opened the door was, Why didn't you pay the ransom? <laughs> Apparently, he was a real wild spirit. Which is a oh, great line. Man. I mean, if I did that, I wouldn't have a relationship to go home to. And, and it, from the tone of it, it didn't sound like he decided to go off on an orgy with people, you know, without uh, without permission. But she did not know he wasn't gonna be coming home, you know. And obviously, they were still together after it, or implied by how I'm telling the story. So this is just something that she knew about him as a. Uh, as a free spirit but that's a great he, uh, yeah line. they say um <laughs> legendary irish actor and notorious hellraiser <laughs> okay um yeah but uh this is the, you know what i i've said because i got the kingsman tattoo and all this kingsman shit around i've said that i've liked watching kingsman 2 a lot more because king i i get a little tired of watching the training sequence in Kingsman 1 uh, which has like jumping out of parachutes and blah 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 um, and the reason I'm mentioning that is because this is this is a movie that I never got tired of watching the training sequence um, maybe it's because he kept hurting himself <laughs> I didn't expect that <laughs> um, and it, I like that because the the sequence or the quote unquote training sequences, the building sequences of the suit are like interspersed with other stuff, like I'm going mm-hmm. to the, mm-hmm. the fireman's gala or whatnot. Um, so maybe that helped. But uh, yeah, all, all I'm thinking of mentioning is how Gwyneth Paltrow didn't know she was in Spider Man Homecoming, <laughs> which is not related to this film. But if anyone wants to sh- go to Netflix and go on the chef show with Gwyneth Paltrow, uh pretty pretty hilarious that she got paid for being in Spider-Man Homecoming. She just didn't realize. She was in Spider-Man Homecoming? At the end when spoilers for Spider-Man Homecoming. So skip forward for two minutes, but at the end when uh Iron Man is offering Spider-Man a place on the Avengers and Spider-Man turns and shows him the iron spider suit and Spider-Man uh, turns mm, him down and mm-hmm. says he wants to be a little closer to the ground. He's like, that was a test, right? It's like, sure was. And then Happy and Tony are clearly like, that wasn't a fucking test. Dude, oh, cool. He is mature. Oh, I'm proud of him. 
I'm actually proud of you to do it. And then, uh, you know, the, they had a press conference ready. Gwyneth pops out and she's like, we're yes. about to announce yes. like, okay, the surprise that he's going to be, but he's like, you know what? He actually turned me down. She's like, what, what, what are we going to, and she goes back and he's, uh, he, 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 I think he jokes to happy. He's like, you got the ring and happy actually does. He's like, okay. <laughs> no, you actually have it in your fucking breast pocket. <laughs> and he catches it. And then by the next movie, they're engaged. So he, it's implied. It's not shown on screen that, well, we can't announce the to- uh We have a new member of the Avengers. So will you marry me? Uh, and obviously that seems like a one day thing, if not a one hour thing for Gwyneth Paltrow to be like, Hey, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where is he? No. All right. Bye. <laughs> Puff it on her big cigar. You know, the way about, all right. All right. I'll go back in. Um, and apparently Just before she stepped back down to uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean set. Obviously, that's what it sounds like. Are you talking about Zoe Saldana? Because Zoe. No, Saldana I'm saying you were making her the way you were used uh, <sighs> to using her voice. She sounded okay, like I was a pirate. Like, I was like, there is a female Avenger who is in the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, oh, but she yeah. had more of a tan than Miss Goop. Uh, so apparently, no. uh, from all the clues, you know, the suit design was the same as in Infinity <laughs> War. So they probably just, you know, scheduling just filmed that one day thing with her while filming Avengers Infinity War. And she honestly <laughs> just didn't, didn't know, or, you know, who cares? Her agent's like another $500,000, you know, like, yeah, she'll love it. It'd be like, Hey, we, we got this extra thing. If you work for like an hour, you'll get another 500,000. You'll be in a scene with Iron Man. So, I don't ex- I don't I, I don't expect the owner of Goop to have watched one minute of the MCU. You know. <laughs> and all I really trust her to know is is Robert Downey Jr.'s character's name mm-hmm. and John Favreau's character's name because mm-hmm. she has to say the names in dialogue. If she didn't know mm-hmm. that her character's name was Pepper Potts, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. He does know Phil Coulson's name now. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That's a good one. I like that. Hi, who I love him so much. Um, I'm a huge Coulson fan. Everyone should watch the movie Choke. It's directed and has uh, Clark Gregg. It's directed by Clark Gregg, and he is a supporting actor in it. Anyway, back to Avengers. Or Iron Man. Um, I think my favorite part. Everything okay? Yeah, I just sorry. I just, you just said look at this movie, and I was like, I was like, oh, what's this movie about? And then I look and I see what the movie's about. Which movie did I say? Nope. Oh yeah, it's adapted from a book by the same guy who wrote the book Fight Club. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, my favorite moment. There's two in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second favorite is the moment when the, the, when Jarvis is failing to take off his suit and Gwyneth comes in. It's not the joke. The joke is good. Uh, but when he says, 
when he like awkwardly looks over and is like, Let, let's be honest, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. Great joke. But what makes it my second favorite moment is her looking at him and just saying, are those bullet holes? <sighs> How she says it, what she says, it's so economical, small, but like when you see it, it just says so much. It's kind of like in What If when uh, Killmonger says the difference between you and me is that you don't know that you can't see the difference between you and me. It says so much with so little. And then my favorite moment is the next scene they have together, which is her refusing to do espionage for him. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, I watched it like two weeks ago, so forgive me if I get it a little wrong, but he says, you stood by my side while I, uh, while I profited from death and destruction. And now that I want to do something good, uh, you're saying no. And then he sits down and he's, he's like, uh, he talks about how his life was changed in that cave when he saw young people killed at the hands of his weapons. And mm-hmm. when I rewatched that after end game, it just, it was, it was eye opening. It was that one scene spelled out for me his whole journey throughout the entire mcu and obviously it wasn't intended or if it was they didn't know that it would actually work as like the thesis for his whole arc and growth as a person but whoo him sitting there just like mm, chef's kiss for me i I really like that because of everything he went through from the very start, because the first, when, when you say Iron Man and you go, okay, first movie, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? The I am Iron first Man. thing, no, no. The first uh, image is when he's taking them out to show them how these bombs work and so he's gonna stand he stands up there and he has his arms and and i think <laughs> about that because that you know that was such such a different tony and then he went through so much trauma and everything that turned him around completely that by the time you get to the end uh, and i mean it was like he scrapped his entire being and became a whole new person, like, get you know, a different shell. And so that, I think that's just so interesting because that to me, I always think about that, that image and how even to the end of the movie, but how different that Tony Stark is to who he became. But that's, that literally is like sort of the iconic, you know, when you see different shots from movies or different things, I always see that image, you know, even though that wasn't technically, you know, he wasn't Iron Man at that point. He was still big jerk face, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, no, I just, that's why I like his, to me, all of them had, came through a lot of things, went through a lot of different things, 
But for me, his origin story was like unbelievable from where he started to what made him into who he was, which evolved over a series. It wasn't like just like this one movie happened and then that's it. This is Iron Man. Bing, we got it. He had to go through a lot of things with all of these other movies before, to me, this is me, before he actually became like the hero Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so two things in response to that. Well, I I hear what you're saying. Um, I like it. Uh, one, I just realized that I said, this is kind of off topic. I realized that I said that the Incredible Hulk was an origin story. It's not. It the origin story is in the credits. <laughs> so if if that was bugging anybody, um, not that anyone gives a shit. I, I didn't see the one. My brother saw my brother saw both of them, but the one with Edward Norton. That's the one he. Yeah, liked. that that's the Incredible Hulk. Anyway, I mm-hmm. uh, just want to throw that out in case it was bugging anyone for the last thirty minutes. Second, um. Uh, you might like this. The choice to have the attack on the convoy first, you know, the 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 mm-hmm. vehicles coming out, of then dun, 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 dun. that was, I believe, a choice made in the editing bay. The, originally, the whole film was going to be chronological, and then they decided to open up with that so that people would be more inclined to see him as a sympathetic character from the get. Instead of seeing him be a big old jerk face, like you said, for 30 minutes and then get attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which actually, speaking on blind spotting in the movie, we were talking about when we met on Twitter. Uh, apparently, that was a very important thing that Rafael Casal said him and David worked on is making sure that people were invested in colin and even though it started with him you know getting out of jail that Mm -hmm. by the end of the film uh everyone was on his side and he said Mm -hmm. that he was in the theater and it like an old 60 year old white couple when the when the cop car does the u-turn and he acts and i won't say anything else but something's in his jacket because you need to see the movie Mm -hmm. uh he Mm -hmm. heard the old white couple like the woman turned and said they're gonna shoot him and like they understood like like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, pe- mm-hmm. people that are not like Mar- marnie Mar- who's the who's the hippie mom in the show <laughs> you know oh, uh rainy rainy yeah rainy. not not that kind of old white person <laughs> but like <laughs> the ones that wouldn't understand the ones that would be like well, if he did everything the cops said, right, he'd be right. Fine. Uh, and he, like when that happened, when he was in the theater and that up with that white couple, he was like, "Yes, I didn't know how to say that non-visually, but I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> was, like, he was like, yeah, we did it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, we, we I, I'm gonna, and, and I'm, this is not, this is just a quick comment I'm going to make. We still, if we're not going to review blind spotting, we need to have a blind spotting conversation at least. Okay. I I would also be down for 
uh, saying the word blind spotting a hundred thousand times on a live stream. One thousand <laughs> percent. You know, uh, what is it? Mr. Beast early on said PewDiePie a hundred thousand times. It took almost 48 hours. So yeah, 48 hours. Say blind spotting. <laughs> you could point me in the direction of some internet counter where you could just click and then it adds one blind spotting, blind spotting, blind spotting. I don't know if you can hear the the me tapping really loudly on the podcast. But um yeah, for, for context, anyone who has seen blind spotting, I I you said earlier I'm a reviewer. It's it's ayahuasca for me. I I can't review I hate that the minute podcast made me notice that a phone wasn't on speaker one time, you know, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a production error. I found a flaw. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't take away from the film, but I found something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm down for a blind spotting conversation. Oh, my point was that I, it just, it's so good. I don't, how, how do you review it? How do you review it? Or how well, I, 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 well, I, you know what? I, I think when I say that, um, I, when I made the comment, when I said you're a reviewer and I'm a viewer, I, I think I was meaning it more from my perspective no, no, of just yeah. I, let's saying, discuss it as opposed to let's take it, break it up. Yeah. Uh, I, I know you mean something different. I was just trying to expound on the, like you, you did say truthfully that I've been, uh, I've had cold feet in terms of wanting to talk about blind spotting. Cause really yeah. my thoughts can be summed up with, have you not seen blind spotting? <laughs> go don't even watch the trailer. Buy it on Blu-ray. Buy it on iTunes. Buy it on Amazon Prime, I, like I, I do. Actually, I actually <laughs> say don't watch. The reason I wouldn't watch is because of the trailer. So don't watch the trailer. Uh, yeah, uh, the the second time I saw it, the girl I was dating at the time had not seen the trailer and the red light. She had a very different. She's like, don't. You get a different. That was it. On what mm. could have happened, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and and I uh-uh. loved that. So don't even watch a trailer. I didn't Mm-mm. even finish my sentence because no. that would have been like you watching the trailer. Anyway, Mm-mm. we're on Iron Man one. Should we? Wrap- <laughs> I mean, this was nice. Want to? Re- would you like to wrap it up, or what do you? What do? You, what else would you like to talk wrap about? Want to? Want to talk about Samuel Jackson and the post credit scene? Oh, I love that. You know what? I really. <laughs> you just had a look. Like we looked at the tall glass of chocolate milk for Killmonger and somehow an even larger glass of chocolate milk was put next to it, <laughs> which considering that Samuel Jackson has never been shirtless in these movies, oh my at, least, God. at least uh, he might have been shirtless in not, Winter Soldier you know when he's recovering, but he's never been nipple free. No, we've never, it- we've never freed the uh sam l jackson nipple in the mcu <laughs> say so that's very has, impressive <laughs> has not, has he he is amazing because it's that attitude he can have on have on a black turtleneck and a long black i don't care wrap him up in a parka scarf over its face doesn't matter like he is in the first <laughs> kingsman movie <laughs> he's got a big fluffy coat <laughs> With a nice but, little um, lift. 
I just really like I just really like his attitude. But I but I remember and and this is me not even having much knowledge regarding, you know, the Avengers and all this stuff. So I'm really getting a lot of this second inf- information from my brother who's who's he's hyping me up. He's like, oh, and it's so cool. And I was like, OK, he's like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Now, he didn't tell me what he didn't tell me like why he was like just gotta watch it you know it's the post credits well okay okay all right and i see it and then well first of all you know just seeing him that that's enough see nick fury period walk in the room you just kind of scream and faint but Mm -hmm. then my brother then after that was like okay so now they can do so then he was like talking about how things could form from that point on because honestly i a chick didn't know because I didn't I didn't know no. oh, I said I didn't mean that sounded sexist I'm talking about myself what did I you said say a that chick, you didn't know? no I said a chick I said a chick didn't know oh, okay. and I didn't mean saying that like a girl wouldn't know what that was I was just referring to myself as a chick um but I just didn't know because it just it wasn't it wasn't my bag um what was I gonna say there's a there's a bunch of funny stories around uh Sam Jackson being in the Avengers. Do you know them? Do what do you know? I don't want to say. St- well, I'm gonna have to say it anyway for anyone listening that hasn't known. But all right, I'll just get into it. Uh, so, are you familiar with the Ultimate Comics or what that means? Heard it. Don't know what it means. All right. So, and I'm not a com a huge comic book person either. But uh, at a certain point, Marvel started releasing Ultimate Comics, which mm-hmm. were comics just in an alternate universe they could do whatever the hell they wanted at one point okay reed richards turned evil and killed sue storm mm. uh peter parker died that's where miles morales was invented mm-hmm. um, things like that and in that universe uh the same writer who wrote the first civil war comic he also wrote the uh, comics kick-ass he also wrote the kingsman comics mark miller mm-hmm. he did ultimate comics did the avengers i'd actually suggest the avengers to ultimates to they call it's not called the avengers in that universe it's called the ultimates okay um, and he he did this and wanted he cast halle berry as as the character in the comic book who ended up being angelina jolie in live action Mm. and he, he doesn't ask permission to use their likeness he, he's basically like make it look like Halle Berry uh, make, make the main guy look like Eminem uh, in the Wanted comics and in the Ultimate comics he was like make, make Nick Fury look like Samuel L. Jackson and like even mm. put it in dialogue it's like yeah if the movie was ever made about us I would want I could only be played by Samuel L. Jackson and mm. Jackson apparently knows a lot of comics well, he definitely knows mm. more than me. And he saw it and he was like, did we, uh, did we get permission about that? Can you uh, come up and be like, like they're even saying Samuel Jackson. Can you, can you agent? Can we just check? And they were like, hey, so uh, Sam was kind of like curious if there's any like room in these uh, movies you want to make, you know, since kind of looks like Nick Fury in the comics. <laughs> and Kevin was like, <laughs> Kevin Feige was like, well, you know, would he be interested in a cameo that could be more? And he literally signed, he was the first, 
he had the longest contract of anybody, or at least the first one to have a long contract. He had nine mm-hmm. film, film mm-hmm. roles. Um, and yeah, that's how it all started. They literally did a half day. They they cover, they put his trailer, I think, in a sound stage that was connected to another sound stage with the set and then drove him or it was enclosed somewhere and then they right. got him in the car. They had to keep him that onto secret. The set, yeah. Put him there, drove him back to the trailer. It was like, <laughs> okay, bye. And then the next day it was in the trades that like, ooh, Sam Jackson's in the film to the point where uh, John Favreau, when they released the film, they did not have the post credit scene in for the reviewers. Because um, he was he was he was like, fuck. Fuck, we did so much. It's out there. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, that's how he he joined the the circus. Um, <laughs> uh, and now he's co-starring in Marvel's Secret Invasion on Disney Plus with Ben Mendelsohn. He's the co-star of that show. Oh, I, think, I, I think Monica Rambeau is Love joining. I saw when I saw a picture of him, I said, he didn't have that. <laughs> By the love way, some, love me some him. Same director as Hustle and Flow, uh, but Black Snake Moan with Samuel Jackson and Christina Ricci is quite the film. I never saw it because I, I, I'd recommend it. I just, saw scenes that made my skin itch yeah it's a weird one it's a weird one definitely um are you anywho (laughs) that was iron man one any closing words holly uh watch it and love it (laughs) that's your orders Uh, (laughs) um come back in a bit for uh the weekly Hawkeye reviews because that's starting soon. Christmas Yay! season. I'm actually excited about that. That actually kind of um honestly that surprises me. I did not think I was going to be uh looking forward to that show like I am. Yeah. And watch tag. That's underappreciated by me. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Bye, movie dopers. Uh, Bye. Co- come back for more underappreciated movies. Unlike this Eat. one, this one got all the appreciation it deserves and pro- probably a little bit more now that we have this whole big tapestry. But anyway, mm-hmm. on that note, mm-hmm. in three, two, one, this movie, this movie is was edi- a joke. <laughs>